There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. One point nine Chai FM Soul to Soul back on your radio Erev Shabbos Kodesh Pashas Noyach Tovshin Pei Beis and a very warm welcome to all of our radio family. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for taking the time to be part of what's going on here on Chai FM and get inspired and learn a little bit of Torah and get ourselves ready for a beautiful, beautiful Shabbos Pashas Noyach. We have lots to talk about. This week, it's a beautiful, beautiful Pasha. We're going to talk a little bit about the aftermath of the flood and how Noyach uh, 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 made a slight uh, miscalculation in the way he handled the situation after the flood. And we're going to learn about the concept of the Teva and Shabbos as a beautiful uh, ideal. But let's start off with just a, as we often do, with just a little uh, 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 spice to to uh, get us get us started once happened one of the very wealthy people of uh, of of new york that uh, arrived at the at the uh, door of rav yakov yosef harif who at that time was the he served as the as the chief rabbi of uh, of of new york and he said to him as follows you know that uh, uh for many, many years, I, 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 I spent days and, and nights working and, and building up my career and building up my, my, my business and Baruch Hashem. I've been very successful and I have quite a large, a large fortune. However, as now I'm getting a little bit older and I, I can see sort of the end coming not so long way. I want to do something also for my Olam Abba. You know, I've been so, so busy with all of my businesses and, and it's, it's, it's taken all of my time and all of my, all of my strength. And I'm worried that, uh, uh, you know, um, maybe my, my, my children also will, will, will be busy in their lives and they're going to not have time to do things that will elevate my neshama after my life, you know. After, please God, after I, I leave, I leave this world, and and when I'm gone, I'm you know they're they're also busy people, involved people in their in the, in their business, and I'm worried. So he says, "Tell me, Rabbi, what what can I do?" In order to, to save my, my, my situation, to use my money that, uh, that, uh, that I gathered in my life for something positive. So, Rabbi Yaakov Yosef kind of tried to pers- persuade this wealthy person that he should give uh, significant sums of money to certain institutions and to certain, uh, 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 chesed, uh, 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 uh sort of, uh, things. And he completed with his conversation by saying, you know, at the beginning of Pasha's Noyach, it says, Ele Toldois Noyach. These are the generations. This is the history 
of of Noach. Noach, right? Noach is tzaddik tamim. Noach was a a perfect perfect tzaddik. And everyone asked the question, I don't understand. You start talking about with Toldos Noach, the generations, the history, the 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 offspring, the generations of Noach, and you go on and talk about Noach's own sickness, his own perfection, right, of, of Noach himself. Now, Rashi already was was aware of, of this of difficulty, and he explained, it's to teach us, the main legacy of a tzaddik is his own good actions. And, and, and it's true. That really the good things that a person does, those are the things that are, that are going to establish his legacy, his fortune, both in this world and in the world to come. And a person shouldn't rely at all on his children that their actions should bring him to, to Arlam Abba. And especially, unfortunately, in our, in our generation, that, uh, you know, sometimes the, 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 the children aren't, uh, as excited or as involved, uh, in, in their Yiddishkeit as, as we'd like to be. And they're also the kind of Jews sometimes who, uh, who, uh, you know, their whole life is, is maftir and nifter. You know, they have the maftir. They say that when they're bar mitzvah, they, they lay in their, their, their maftir. And then they come back nifter, never when the father comes, then they, they come to shul and they say, and they say, uh, a Kaddish. If that's the situation, so you don't, you can't have any great hopes that, that the children are going to do very much for your, for your, for Nishama, for Nishama of their, of their parents. Rather, the parents themselves have to do as much as they can to earn their own Bounty to earn their own legacy in, 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 in Alam Abba. And in fact, you know, Hillel has already told you, if I'm not going to work for myself, Mili, who can I rely on to do it? And if I'm not going to do it now, when is it going to happen? What's the 101.9 Chai FM soul to soul? There's so much more coming. We'll be back in a moment. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. Point nine, Chai FM, Soul to Soul, back on your radio, Erev Shabbos Kodesh, Pashas Noyach, Tov Shin Pei Beis, the second Shabbos of the normal Pasha cycle of this year. We're getting into it, we're getting ready for another beautiful, beautiful Shabbos. And let's share some Pasha ideas together. Let's talk now about uh, Noyach leaving the Teva, and then we're going to talk a little bit about the concept of the Teva itself, and the Teva and Shabbos, which we'll talk about in the next in the next Noach. So Noach went forth after the table, after the marble was over. Noach was, was finally freed from his year of incarceration in the Teva, and the flood waters rescinded, and HaKadosh Baruch instructed Noach to leave the Teva, to leave the Ark. 
Chazal teach us that when Noach exited the Teva, the ark, and beheld the devastating destruction of all of humanity, he began to cry uncontrollably. He said to Hashem, Rebbeinu Shalaylam, you are called Rachum, you are called merciful. Thus, you should have been merciful on your creations. Kodesh Baruch replied, Now you come with complaints? Why did you not issue your defense for humanity when I told you my plans to send a flood that would destroy the entire world? You made an ark to save yourself and your family why did it not enter your mind then to appeal on their behalf? Now, when the world was destroyed and you were spared, now you offer your protest. We say, a wise man, his eyes are always in his head. This means he thinks when he sees. His cognitive insight penetrates through whatever ambiguities you might call it might lie before him and guides him concerning the proper course of action it's what Rabdoiv Schwarzman Zatzal observes that one often sees his sin but fails to consider the, I guess what George Bush would have called the collateral damage that results from his indiscretion. Hashem intimated to Nayak, I told you of my impending punishment. A world that has no moral compass cannot continue to exist. You accepted the decree and sought refuge for yourself. You should have prayed on their behalf then. You did not. That is cruel. Veritably, we cry after the, the tragedy has occurred. Oh, why do we wait until it's a fate complete and the devastation has already taken place before we grieve and pray? We should pray when there's still opportunity to prevent the decree from achieving fruition when our prayers can and will make a difference. In his commentary to this Pasha, this Sfarn explains, it's in Perak Tes, Pasuk 920. He explains the error in Noyach's actions post the floods. Vayochel Noyach and Noach, the man of the earth, began. And he writes, Noach began with an unsuitable project, the planting of a vineyard, which resulted in his drinking of the wine, which under normal circumstances would appear innocuous. Yet, a small fault at the beginning led to far more serious consequences. A similar occurrence took place in a place called Shittim, where the people acted 
immorally with the Midianite women. And this led to full-scale idolatry. The Sfarna offers a similar approach towards understanding the words by the by the influence of the Dora Flogger, where Hashem goes down, Hashem came down to see. He explains that the concept HaKadosh Baruch Hu descending to see is used with regard to Hashem when the action of the sinner does not, in as of itself, merit punishment, but will inevitably lead to more serious deterioration, similar to the actions of the Ben Sayyidah this wayward 13-year-old son, rebellious son, right? Who all he's done now is stolen money and bought some meat and, and some wine. But Hashem sees the ultimate consequences of a present act or condition. In the case of the Tower of Bovel, Kodesh examined the act and determined what the outcome would be. As a result of this, and as a result of Kodesh sort of heavenly insight, Kodesh dispersed the people, thereby preventing a greater sin from from uh, occurring. Now, viewing a situation with seichel, with, with cognitive ability, is imperative, both from the possible negative consequence we just mentioned, and also from a positive perspective, which can be encouraging and motivate one to strive even higher and work harder for a, a favorable outcome. First and foremost, however, one must know and realize that whatever success or failure he has is based on an objective self-view of his strengths and weaknesses. Rav Schwartzman interprets the opening words of our Parsha. Eile toldes noyach. Noyach ish tzadik. These are the offspring of Noyach. Noyach says it twice. Every person should be acutely aware that the first fruits of his endeavor is himself. The first creation, offspring, product of Noyach is Noyach. Our goal is to create ourselves in such a manner that we act, right? In 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 Baruch image, and in his likeness, right? A, a a visionary is one who visualizes a completed product when all he has before him is the rough materials. Prior to presenting a vision of the future, one must first perfect the present himself. One can hardly plan for tomorrow if your today hangs in the in the balance. Such a beautiful, beautiful idea that uh, we have to 
understand ourselves that so much of what we do is determined by sitting down and thinking about what could be the possible outcomes of our actions. Not to act impetuously, not to act off the cuff because we have a we have a bee in our bonnet or because this, this needs to be done. I know it needs to be done. One second. Let's actually sit down and think as a group, as as all the, uh, to use the modern, all the stakeholders, all those involved in something. What's the best way to proceed? What's the best way that it's going to, that it's going to go forward? Because our ideas might be based on our own subjectivity, on our own, on our own, what's called negias, on, 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 you know, we're not always objective. We have our own agenda. And that's why we need to take counsel. We need to ask others. We need to have a roundtable discussion to see what is the way, what is the way to go. Nayach missed an incredible opportunity as he re-began the creation of the world to do something lofty, to do something that would be meaningful and, and magnanimous for the whole world that would, that would kind of jumpstart and be the booster rocket for the new creation, for the new world. But unfortunately, he slipped and, and worried about just about himself. And, and, and the results were, in fact, catastrophic. This is 11.9 Chayef and the program Soul to Soul. There's so much more coming. Please stay tuned. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. FM sold to sold back on your radio. Air Shabbos Kodesh Parshas Mayach Tov Shin Pei Bay second Shabbos of the of the Parsha cycle. As we join you together, and we're going to talk about something very interesting. We're going to talk about the Parsha and the Cave of Mayach, but connected to such an important topic, which of course is the topic of Shabbos. How am I going to do that? Hang on, you'll see. Pesach says, "Atzei lecha tevas atzei gopher." Noach was commanded, "Make yourself a teva out of gopher wood." Kinyan tasses hateva, make it out of compartments. Chafato iso mibayis machutz bakopher, and smear it both inside and outside with tar or pitch, so that it'll be properly waterproof. Says Rashi, "Harbe revach vatzala lefanav." There are many, many ways that a Kodesh Baruch Hu could have saved a, a Nayach from the, from the, uh, from the Mabal. They could have put him in a 747 and kept him airborne. There were many things Hashem could have, could have done. The Lama Hitzrichu Bebinyanze. Why did a Kodesh Baruch Hu put Nayach through the great bother of building a whole Teva? So that all the people of the generation of the flood would see him. And they would see him busy with the Teva. Kuf Chav Shana for 120 years. It took him to build the Shafa. And they would ask him, What are you doing? He would tell them and warn them again and again. HaKadosh Baruch is going to bring a flood to the entire world. Maybe 
when they got the message, the shoe would drop, and they would actually decide to do to do tshuva. Now we need to understand. Again, it really doesn't answer the question: Why specifically was it through the building of a teva that that Nayak wanted to arouse the people of his generation to do to do tshuva and to change their actions? Why was it specifically a teva, the building of a teva that would that would do that? So the the Zayrakadish learns the word Noyach and he says the word Noyach has to do with the mitzvah of keeping Shabbos Kodesh. Why? Because what do we do on Shabbos? A person is Nach. A person rests from all work. As it says in, in, in the, in the, in this forum that a person has to, uh, person has to accept upon himself. Uh, and what does Noyach mean? It's Yom HaShabbos. That one has to rest. One has to ease out of doing, doing work and completely desist from, from, from doing, from doing work. So the, the Sfasem says in our Pasha that brings the Zayar that Noyach is a concept of Shabbos. Right, Kiboi Shabbos, because on that day Hashem rested, and that, of course, is the the very very concept, the very basis of 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 creation. That on Shabbos Kodesh we get together in order to to connect ourselves to the oneness, to the unity with all the other Gidden and with our Kodesh Baruch. And and an allusion to that is the Gemara in in Sanhedrin. Daf nun ches is interesting. That ben noyach sheshavas, someone who is a non-Jew, who keeps Shabbos with the right motivation and the right intention, chayv misa, is liable to be put to death. Dixiv, because it says, that for a, a, a non-Jew, day and night, you must never stop. You must never uh, 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 keep a Shabbos. We can see that <coughs> that somehow the saving of Noyach in a Teva somehow represented this concept of of Shabbos. And and what we can explain is that perhaps that Noyach was saved in a Teva in the schus of the fact that he in fact kept kept Shabbos because. The, this Fasemis explains, uh, using this information, he explains there's a Mishnah in Pirkeyovis, Mishnah Aleph, the world we know was created with Hashem's ten statements. Why would it have to be that way? Surely the whole world could have been created with just one statement, right? Let the world come into being and everything would have fallen into place. Why did it need to be ten statements? It's to give Akarish Baruch extra impetus to punish the Rishoyim Shema Abdinus Oilam who destroy a world that was created with ten statements. And to give beautiful and abundant reward to the righteous people. They keep the world going. What kind of a world? A world that was created with ten statements. 
And the Svasemis explains that when we say that really Hashem could have created the world with one statement, the intention is, and that's referring to Shabbos Kodesh, because Shabbos is Echot, right? And it, it's, it's, it's the absolute oneness and unity of Hashem. As in fact, the Zoya says in, in Pasha's Truma, that the secret of Shabbos is that Shabbos unites everything in the Bria together. So based on this, based on that, he explains that in the generation of the Mabel, the Rashaim who were there caused that the world had to be destroyed. Why? Because they, uh, uh, their actions caused a tremendous, tremendous challenge to the, to the ten statements of, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Because they were completely disunified. The things they were doing to each other, acts of, of terrible, terrible thievery and, and, and crime, which, which were a total antithesis to the unity of the world. But Nayach, in the merit that he kept Shabbos Kodesh, he kept the world that was created, uh, 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 right? Which is, uh, uh, which was created with just the one statement of Shabbos. He kept the world going and therefore he was, he was saved. Sending is also brought in the name of the, uh, uh, in Sefer Beiris Hamayim, in the name of Rav Tzvihesh, uh, Merivinov. He says, it says, Eile Taldais Nayach, Nayach Ish Tzadik Tamim. Right? It says the word Nayach twice. So, he, uh, he, he brings and he says, that so Rashi says, that, uh, uh, what's told us say in Shal Tzadikim, what's considered to be <coughs> the legacy of Tzadikim, Maisam Toyim, all the good deeds that they did. So therefore the explanation is as follows, Ele told us Nayach, what is the legacy of, of Nayach, what are the good deeds that he did? Right? These were the Maisam Toyim, of Nayach, what was it? Nayach. That Nayach, in fact, uh, arrested Menucha, that he kept the, 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 the Shabbos. That was his legacy, that he kept Shabbos. Right? Because that is the, the, that, that which is the totality of all of Klaisel is our Shabbos. As in fact, it says, Bidoyuraisav. In other words, that's what unites all the generations together. And every single tzaddik who serves HaKadosh Baruch Hu is all included in this one great unity that Shabbos, that Shabbos uh, 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 creates. So as we're saying, Noyach kept Shabbos and because he kept Shabbos, he was saved. And that was because the Teva of Noyach had in it a level of the Kedusha of, of Shabbos. In fact, as, as the, uh, as the Sfasemis himself writes, that Shabbos Kodesh is like the Teva of Nayach. That during the week, we're preoccupied, everyone is busy with all his, his, uh, his, his uh, involvement in, 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 in the physical world. And on Shabbos Kodesh, so there's a place for Klai to escape and to run away and to leave all that behind and, and to completely bask under the, the shade of, 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 of the Shekhin of Divine Presence. And that's, uh, Poyres Sukkah Shalom. Hashem spreads 
a, a sukkah tabernacle of peace over us. Right? In the same way as Nayak hid himself away from the rest of the world in the Teva, we can do this every single Shabbos. Right? And, and that, uh, that uh, the entire world was destroyed and he was, he was separated from, from it. And he had to, he had to, uh, uh, get himself a, a new, a new life, a new existence, uh, which was, which was what he had in, in the Teva, the life of, of, of Shabbos. Now, in the Arve Nachal, he brings down in the name of, of the Sefer Chesed, Chesed Lavrom, that there's a, a, a Mesoira from Chazal that there were, uh, 50 different chambers of Tyra, of purity created and corresponding to them, of course, because the world has to be in balance, there were also created 50 chambers of, of tumor, of impurity. And it's, and it's well known that a, a person will never be judged in, in the Besnan, will never be punished in the heavenly courts only from the age of 20 and onwards. And someone uh, 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 who uh, on the first day of his year 21, uh, uh, of year 21, so now he has to make a choice. Am I going to choose a good way and, and reject all even? I make an effort to try to, to learn Torah and to do mitzvahs. So then, on the very first night, when he goes to sleep on his 20th birthday, so it's brought that Michoel, the great Malach, so we'll send a particular malach to take his neshama and to bring it in the opening of the first Hechal of Kedusha. And therefore, and every single night, they, they, they take his neshama and bring it to higher and higher and higher levels according to how much Torah and how many good maizim he does, that's the level that he's going to be brought into on that night. And if he's zeicha to reach all the way up to the 50th level, then he becomes someone who is no longer under the control of of, of the Yetzirah. But so long as he hasn't managed to get yet up to the 50th chamber, so even if he's in the 49th chamber, so... A, a person using his own free choice could allow the Yetzirah to dominate and, and control him and, and throw him out of that whole system, throw him out of all 49 uh, of, 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 the, of the rooms of, of purity and chassashom, take him across the hall to the, to the chambers of, of, of Tumah. And the opposite way around also. Someone who on the first day of his 21st year, Chas Shalom chooses to reject the good path. So, again, so then they take him to the next door place. But so long as he hasn't descended all the way to the 50th gate of Tumah, he has Kayach using his own free choice to, to completely distance himself and regret every bad action he's done and leave the chambers of, of Tumah and come into the Echolos of, 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 of Kedusha. And this is the, 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 uh, 
the say the secret Chazal say Yesh Kaina Oilamai Bisha Achas. In one moment a person can acquire for himself Oilam 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 Haba. And and uh, even the 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 uh, uh, the greatest Russia in the Jewish nation, right? So uh, uh, you cannot descend to the fiftieth level of 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 Tuma until he is does averus for four hundred days straight. Only then Chassidim could you get to that lowest lowest level. And he says even more. You should know. That Chasusham, a person who gets involved in idolatry and things like that, so that is something that is inclusive of all the fifty gates of Tuma, and therefore Chasusham, someone who actually leaves the fold and gets involved in some other uh, a foreign deity service, or someone who Chasusham goes wantonly and breaks Shabbos. So such a person is considered a mumer, a, a, a rebel, against the entire Torah, because in the same way as uh, 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 when one uh, is evil for 400 days straight, so then the Russia can get to that lowest, lowest level, so too uh, these Averis are, are, are a quick fix. They can get you down to, to level 50 chasvashom very quickly, breaking Shabbos or Avayazar. But the other way around, keeping Shabbos is also a, 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 a world principle. And by keeping Shabbos properly, a person can be, can be, uh, boomerang all the way up to the 50th level of, of Kedusha in one jump. Right? And, uh, and, uh, and it's as if he was being at Sadiq for 400 days, stay straight. And for this reason, all this foreign bring, all the Sifra and Musa bring, that about Shuba, so the only way you can properly fix up his actions is by beginning at least to keep, to keep the Shabbos and keep the Shabbos, keep the Shabbos properly. In other words, he needs to, that's, that's what's going to be the act that takes him completely away from those chambers of, of, from all the chambers of Tumor and to bring him back into the chambers of, of Kedusha. And we know that in the same way as the, the qualification for getting into the lowest level of Tumor is 400 consecutive days of, of evil, so too. The way to get to the very top of the class in Kedusha, right? And, and it's, it's, it's almost impossible that a person could be a tzaddik for 400 consecutive, uh, uh, days or even 300 consecutive days without even for one second doing something wrong. Because as the Torah says, Ki leva adam ra, we all have a yetzara. And, and there's some things that a person cannot be saved from every single day. But if a person keeps Shabbos, so then he leaves all of the Tumah in one moment and goes straight into, into Kedusha. And perhaps we can bring a, an allusion to, to his beautiful, beautiful words of the Ave Nacha based on 
what's written. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu created the seven days of the week using seven letters. Beis, Gimel, Dalit, Kaf, Pei, Resh, and Taf. Those four, 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 seven letters. Therefore, it comes out that Shabbos, which is the seventh day, was created with the letter Taf. Right? And so therefore we see that Shabbos is the letter Taf, which is in Gematria 400, to hint to us that on Shabbos Kodesh has the power by keeping the mitzvahs of Shabbos to achieve what a person might otherwise require 400 consecutive days to be able to achieve. One day of Shabbos, you can do, you can do all that. Based on what the Ari is saying, we can now understand that Tevas Noyach, which we said had the Kedusha of Shabbos, it closeted him away from the rest of the world and, and, and blanketed him in Kedusha. Therefore, Noyach was commanded to, to, to try to arouse and try to, try to awaken the people of the, of, of his generation to do tshuva. And to change their actions, all in spite of the fact that they have done so many Averis and already descended to the 50th level of Tumor. And maybe they would claim that they don't have the ability at all to, to do Tshuva. They're so far gone. And how could they ever get out of that 50th gate of Tumor and change? Therefore, Noyah came with the, with the Teva, which is, we said, like Shabbos Kodesh. And the same way that Shabbos has the power to take a person even from that 50th gate of Tumah and bring him back to the world of Kedusha, so to the Teva of Nayach had the ability to take a person even from the lowest, lowest level of, of, of Tumah. And, and uh, to be able to bring them into the Teva, they would then be able to change their actions and, and completely and totally and totally uh, 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 repent. Beautiful, beautiful idea. And uh, and therefore, we can now un- understand that Noyach was accustomed to, it says there, you went to the mikvah of a, of a, of a, of a water uh, that contained 40 so. That's why it says, Noyach ish tzadik tamim haya bedaraisav. Right, that that, that uh, even for everything, he would he would uh, he would toivel himself, and the toivel, of course, is the concept of the teva, or the uh, or the mitva, which is which is when you completely immerse yourself in his in his uh, in his uh, uh, kedusha, and, and and therefore that is what Shabbos can can uh, can can achieve. And please God, we need to regard our Shabbos as a teva, a bastion to be able to run away and just completely close out the rest of the world and focus and concentrate on our connection with our Kaddish Baruch Hu and in such a way help us to elevate ourselves, elevate our levels and become roi of, of being deposited, of, of being of getting a lease to stay at least for some time in, in the chambers of Kedusha and ascend slowly and slowly to total and complete 
perfection. This is 101.9 High FM, the program is Soul to Soul. We'll be back in a moment. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. The second Shabbos of the yearly cycle of Parshish of this year. And a warm welcome back for you, those who are just joining us, those who have been with us all the time. I hope you've been inspired. I hope you've learned something. I hope this has been a worthwhile investment of your Erev Shabbos time. But now we get to our Halacha. Slots on the show, but before we do that, as we always do at this time, just to give you the very important details of what you need to know for this Shabbos. So, the earliest time for Ben Shinglich today is at 4.52, 8 minutes before 5 is the earliest time you can get your candles up, that you can daven Mincha then, you can actually even really, if you daven Mincha then, you can daven Meirav then and, and start your Shabbos at that, at that, uh, at that time. The latest time for Ben Shinglich this Shabbos is at 5.53, seven minutes before six o'clock. That's the latest time. Make sure everything is organized and ready and you can sort of simmer down and calm down and kind of melt into the Shabbos atmosphere. Certainly by that, by that time. Shkir then is at 11 minutes past uh, a six, that's the absolute, as you say, injury time, where you've got to have everything done by then. Absolutely no, no, uh, no choices at all. Six eleven. So if you want to daven myrav at night and not have to repeat the Krishma, then if you're davening after about six twenty nine, then you will can say Krishma and consider it to have said Krishma in the correct time and not have to repeat it later. And then sit down with your family or wherever you're with to enjoy a beautiful Shabbos meal after what really has been the first week we've had in a very, very long time. We've actually had to get through six days of a Sunday to a Friday without, without a yontif, without some, uh, a, a beautiful event taking place. And Baruch Hashem, Sheikh Yonavikimanu Hashem has let us live through another week and brought us to another, to another Shabbos Kodesh. And it's not just chos, it's just a simcha that, that we can celebrate and we can enjoy a Shabbos together. Tomorrow is, as we say, Shabbos Kodesh, Pashas Noyach, quite a long Pasha, but such a beautiful Pasha. There's so much to talk about, about Noyach. The Haftarah, of course, is the very famous Haftarah from Yeshaya Nun Nundalid, uh, uh, Rani Vesimchi, and then, and Rani Akara, the two Haftarahs together are the Haftarah of, of Pashas of Pashas Nayach, and then the Shabbos proceeds beautifully. It's a regular Shabbos for those who perhaps need a, a, a opportunity to just sort of simmer down and, and rest and have a bit of a, I guess they call it now, there's a crash. This is a wonderful opportunity to, to do so. Shabbos Kodesh ends tomorrow night at 6.43, 17 minutes before 7, 7 o'clock. And then we go into a beautiful, another beautiful week in, in the month of Mar, Mar Cheshvan. Uh, you can already, 
uh, say the uh, say Kiddush Levana on on Motzei Shabbos. Otherwise, grab an opportunity as we get into the summer months. You know, it's uh, you never know when it's going to be overcast at at night. So, at first opportunity, grab the chance to do a mitzvah and 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 say Kiddush Levana. We are learning the laws of. Hadlokas Neres of, of Lichbenching on Shabbos. As you know, we've recently restarted our whole discussion on, on Hilchus Shabbos. So back at the beginning, we're talking about the laws of lighting candles on, on, uh, on, on Shabbos. And tonight I want to deal with, uh, the halachas of someone who is either a married person or a, a single person that is spending Shabbos outside of their, of their home. Now we know that uh, that uh, the the mitzvah of lighting candles on on Friday nights actually includes two main ingredients. Number one, there's a connection to a particular place that we know there should be light. There should be extra light, uh, uh, burning in the place where we're going to have our Shabbos meal. Because that's part of Oinik Shabbos. That's kind of the pleasure of Shabbos to have radiance, to have light in the place where we're eating. And also there needs to be light in all the other places where you might happen to be and might happen to use those rooms uh, 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 on, on Friday night. So there should be light in those rooms. Also one shouldn't have to funfo around in the in in the darkness, that is the the one crucial element of Adlakas Neris, the place. And the second very important component is, of course, uh, 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 connected to the person himself. That every person has a mitzvah to light candles in honor of Shabbos. And therefore, even if there was a candle a burning on your table, let's say, on Erev Shabbos, one actually needs to extinguish that candle and then to light it again with a bracha for the honor of, 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 of Shabbos. Now, so if every person is, is mechuyiv to light, so how come we don't Every single person doesn't light. So the answer is, of course, that when the, the, the Balabasa, when the mother of the home lights her candles, so that fulfills the mitzvah for her entire family. She lights, so to speak, on behalf of the whole family, and all of them fulfill their mitzvah by her, her lighting. Now, so long as one of these two Crucial ingredients is, is, uh, is found. In other words, there's either a place that requires lighting candles because we're going to be eating there, or, uh, there's someone who is himself obligated to light candles. So then you can light the candles and make, make a brocha. However, if both of the vital components are not present, so then you don't need to light Shabbos candles. Therefore, let's say a, is a man, a married, a married man 
or maybe someone who's not married, a single man who is a guest in the house of another family. So he's not at home. He's having his uh, Shabbos meals with another family in their home. So he doesn't need to light Shabbos candles. Why? Because in terms of the mitzvah of lighting candles in the place where he's going to be eating, well, he doesn't have to do that because the balabasta of the family of the home where he is now having his meal, she is lighting there. So there's 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 candles, there's light already present by the Shabbos table. I what about his own personal mitzvah, his own personal obligation to light Shabbos candles? But again, since he's a guest, he's unattached, and he's he's a uh, 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 he is so to speak a uh, 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 part and parcel for at least that period of time of the family. So just as all the other members of the family fulfill their obligation with the lighting of the, the mother of the house, so too the guest also fills, uh, fulfills his obligation by, by her, by her lighting. Now, if he, uh, uh, is eating by his hosts, but let's say he's sleeping in a separate flat, not in the same place where he's eating, so if, let's say he's a single person who usually every Shabbos lights candles in, in, in where he lives, where he stays normally. So then in terms of then his own personal obligation, it would be a mitzvah to light candles with a bracha in the place where he is, where he is sleeping. But let's say a single person who doesn't live alone. Generally, he lives, let's say, at home with his with his parents. Or if he's a married man, then he doesn't even have to light candles where he's sleeping because some say that he would fulfill his obligation of his personal obligation to light candles with the lighting that either his own mother or his wife lights in their in their uh, in their hand, and it could even be that the lighting of the of the balabaster of the place where he's eating his meals there, where he's having his, his suit on, on on Friday night, that also could could uh, 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 could be sufficient, could work for him. Ah, what about the fact that there needs to be some light? Okay, so therefore, if he has uh, uh, any electric light on in the place where he is where he is sleeping, so it's not. Uh, a uh, 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 dark there, so then he would fulfill his his obligation. We're going to come back in a moment with our last segment, but this is one one point nine Chai FM. The program is Soul to Soul, and this is the greatest Jewish radio station in all of Africa. There are 39 milahot which constitute forms of work forbidden on the Sabbath. It's the why behind the way we do the things we do. Join Rabbi Musha Schnurb now for Hilchos Shabbos, only on 101.9 High FM. Point nine Chayefem salt to salt back on your radio just for a few more minutes on this erev Shabbos Kodesh Parshas Noach Tavshin Pei Beis 
as we get ready for another amazing and beautiful Shabbos. We're talking about lighting Shabbos candles if you are a single person or a married man away from home. We said that really uh, uh, in a situation where you're eating by somebody's house, you don't, you could really be covered by their lighting. However, it's always a good idea if a person would give his hosts a, a minimal amount of money so that he can actually be a partial owner, he can be a, a partner in the lighting of their, their, their Shabbos candles. Now, what about a situation where a person who's having his Friday night Su'uda in his own room by, by himself? So in that situation, since he's having a suitor by himself, even if he is married and he has a wife at home or he's single, but uh, he lives basically with his parents. So still in terms of the place where he is, so he has a mitzvah to light candles with a bracha because of the fact this is where he's having a Shabbos meal and he needs that candlelight to add to his Oynik Shabbos. So therefore, certainly, he could light candles with a, a bracha. Right? And now that, that would apply to, uh, let's say, uh, I don't know, someone's an army base, someone's a, a, a soldiers or something. So whether they're married or single, they would need to, to see to it that one of the people in, in the unit would light candles with a bracha in the, in the, in the dining room, right? For, uh, on, on behalf of everyone. Also, they should see to it that uh, there should be at least some light in, in the rooms where they're, where they're, where they're sleeping. Now, women, who normally light uh, Shabbos candles every single Shabbos, even though, as far as strict halacha is concerned, they could actually fulfill their obligation. If they're, let's say, they're a guest in someone else's house, they could fulfill their obligation with the lighting of the of the hostess. The minig is that they actually have in mind not to fulfill their obligation with her lighting, so that they should be able to fulfill the mitzvah by themselves and make it and make it uh, and make the bracha themselves, right? And and uh, and uh, the 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 poskim uh, uh, have a dispute of whether or not they can make a bracha on that, but certainly they can they can light candles themselves because that is that's their practice. That's what they always always do. And again, before you even know it, our time is is up, and it's time to run away and finish all the last minute Shabbos preparations. So all that's left is to thank each and every one of you for tuning your radio or your device, wherever you might be in the world, to to the Soul to Soul program on this Friday afternoon. I'm personally indebted to you for taking the time to to listen, and it's just left for me to wish each and every one of you a beautiful. Shabbos Pashas Nayach, and remember that in the same way as Nayach built his Teva, 
and it, and it protected him and and uh, and isolated him from the rest of the world. That's what Shabbos is. It's an opportunity for us to just completely turn off, isolate, separate ourselves, detach ourselves from the rest of the world, and find comfort, find solace, find strength, find inspiration, find growth potential in the beautiful, beautiful Shabbos. To each and every one of you, a wonderful, good Shabbos.